Welcome to Laugh and Learn with Vern. I'm your host, Eric Vernston. Thank you so much for tuning in on this wonderful evening, afternoon, morning, whenever you're listening. This is going to be a solo podcast. I'm going to try these out for a little bit. One of my favorite people on Twitter, Jesse Kelly, apparently has a great radio show. Never really listened. I'm kind of busy doing whatever it is I do. He got some great advice from his mentor saying that you should learn to entertain on your own before you have guests. Well, obviously, I've had plenty of guests. I've had over 4,000 downloads just on the audio side itself, not including YouTube or Rumble. Well over 5,000, probably closer to six or seven, which is wonderful. Thank you all so much for listening. But I decided I'm going to try solo. I really kind of burned out on interviewing people. I have a couple of interviews I'll put up. Maybe a couple I'll do going forward. They're not really even interviews. They're more just people talking. I'll probably do that. But for now, it's all me, baby. It's all Vern all the time. We're going to laugh. We're going to learn. And you're going to do it with me, Vern. Let's get started. One of the biggest news stories we have today is Georgia Maloney. Mel Maloney. I'm sure I'm butchering that. She became the first female prime minister of Italy. She is the real deal Holyfield. I looked into her by scrolling Twitter for a couple minutes. She is fascinating. She gives many very passionate speeches. You can see it in her hands, in her eyes. She has conviction. She also has different vocal variety. Very impressive. Speaks multiple languages. First female prime minister of Italy. Italy's been around for what? 2,000 years. That is excuse me, 3,000? I don't know how long was Rome around. Amazing. Incredible. She's obviously an incredible, incredible person. Naturally, first female prime minister of Italy, the mainstream media is going to go nuts over this. Talk about diversity. Talk about breaking a glass ceiling. This is not Hillary Clinton thinking that in 2015, she's going to be the first female president. No, this is someone who actually did it. Let's talk about some of the mainstream news, what they said about her. I wrote down some things because that's right. I took notes. Uh-huh. That's right. CBS News. Actually, let's just go right to the phone. Why not go right to the source? So let's pull up CBS News on Twitter at CBS News. So this is just me going on CBS News. There we go. I'm going to search for Maloney, M-E-L-O-N-I, kind of like Christopher Maloney, the famous Law & Order guy. Maybe something to that last name. CBS News has one tweet with her name. Italians have voted in the country's most right-wing government since World War II. That's interesting. Nothing about her being a family woman. Nothing about her being a woman. Nothing about her shattering glass ceilings. Just to, They don't even say her name. Just Italians have voted in the country's most right-wing government since World War II. I found this interesting. I thought, you know, maybe I missed some headlines. Everyone misses something. It's okay to miss things. We are a society... That through the Enlightenment became enlightened through fallibilism, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Maybe I'll search Italy. In fact, not maybe. I will search Italy. 
I spell it right, that would help too. Let's search Italy. Here we go. CBS News searching for Italy. Here's some headlines. So first one, the top, it's Milan, a picture of Milan, Italy from February 27, 2022. I think that's around time Russia invaded Ukraine. A lot of people standing around. Beautiful. Next headline. Italy requires vaccination proof for bars and restaurants. Hmm. Okay. That was from August 2021. July of 2022. Italy's worst drought in decades has dropped the water level in Rome's Tiber River by about five feet. Parched conditions have only been exacerbated by the deadly heat wave that gripped much of Europe this week. Need vaccination proof to get into bars and restaurants. Terrible droughts. Next one's January 5th, 2022. Italy requiring everyone over 50 to get a COVID vaccine. Hmm. Interesting. Next one is from September 17th, 2022. Very recent. Aerial footage shows the extent of the intense flooding on Italy's Adriatic coast that has killed at least 10 people. This footage shows floodwaters in and around Senegalia, which saw some of the worst flooding in the region. Let's see. Mandating things for COVID. Terrible floods. Doesn't sound great for Italy. Maybe, just thinking out loud, maybe people looked around in Italy and said, you know, it's not going so well. I'm kind of sick of this COVID stuff. A lot of people kind of get sick of the COVID stuff. America got sick of the COVID stuff. People are really sick of the COVID stuff. Floods aren't going that, you know, I don't react this flood stuff. I don't know if you can pin that on a certain person, but maybe they didn't do the sandbags right. I don't know. You know, maybe we should vote for something. Maybe we should do something different we haven't done in a very long time. I'm just thinking out loud here. Maybe that's what people are thinking. I don't know. If you're in Italy or Italian and you're listening to this, shoot me a DM at Eric Vernston on Twitter and Instagram. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know if I'm close. Now, NBC News, mainstream media, I'm sure that they, CBS, you know, maybe CBS, just not a fan of the right-wing Italian politicians. It's okay. They're an unbiased news source. Of course, it's not okay. I'm joking. It's ridiculous. Maybe NBC is different. I'm on NBC's Twitter at NBC News. Let's search for Maloney, M-E-L-O. And I am sure there'll be something interesting here. Here we go, 12 hours ago. Georgia Maloney, a nationalist accused by political rivals and experts of spreading white supremacist ideas, is set to become Italy's first far-right leader since World War II. Naturally, she's right-wing. Of course, she's been accused of spreading white supremacist ideas. At this point, what person, what conservative politician hasn't been accused of that? I pretty hard to find one. And of course, they signify World War II. Got to do the Hitler wink and nod. First right wing politician since World War II because there's never, there's no other events that happened in the world really. It's just World War II. The United States had the Civil War. Greece and Rome existed. That's really the extent of world history. There's another headline from August 10th, 2022. Italy's far-right leader 
Georgia Maloney, insists she won't be a danger to democracy if she becomes premier, contending that the Italian political right has, quote-unquote, unambiguously condemned the legacy of fascism. And they have a, she's a very lovely woman, and they have a picture of her, about as terrible a picture of her as you can find. That's interesting. Okay, let me see. Not a fan. Doesn't really mention any for policies, just something about her being accused of White nationalism, I'm really not even sure what she stands for, except NBC says political rivals and experts have accused her of spreading white supremacist ideas. Hmm. Let's take a look at NBC. What is NBC saying about Italy? Top headlines. First one is about Ms. Maloney, the first female prime minister of Italy, broke the glass ceiling of Italy, the first female prime minister. That's the, not the headline. It talks about her being essentially accused of being a white supremacist. Doesn't mention anything about her accomplishments. Next one talks about Italy being one of the places announcing a commitment to ensure that select Russian banks are removed from the SWIFT messaging system. And a 23-year-old American man was rescued over the weekend after falling into the crater of Mount Vesuvius in Italy while taking a selfie. That's pretty much the most American headline there is. 23-year-old American man. 23. I don't know anything. You're pretty stupid at that point. Rescued. Italians. Great people. They rescued this guy. After falling into a crater of Mount Vesuvius. Mount Vesuvius. Probably not a great place to fall into. After taking a selfie. You have a picture of this guy. It looks like he has a very bad bruise on his back. Just thought, maybe don't take selfies on the edge of a volcano, or even active volcano. Just thought. NBC News. Again, not a fan of celebrating women breaking glass ceilings. What a shame. Let's try ABC News. ABC News has to be better than NBC News. They have to be. Come on. Come on, ABC News. Come on. ABC News. Twitter at ABC. I can type it right. ABC News. It just said ABC. The search at ABC is ABC News. Here we go. We'll search for Maloney. I'm sure American Press will have some good headlines for her at some point. Right? Two hours ago, Georgia Maloney has taken Brothers of Italy from a fringe far right group to Italy's biggest party. Okay, that's positive. She's done something impressive. She took a fringe group to the becoming Italy's biggest party. That's the thing. It's not a terrible headline. Next paragraph says, Now, a century after Benito Mussolini's 1922 march on Rome, Maloney is poised to lead Italy's first far-right-led government since World War II. At least they didn't mention Hitler. They didn't compare her to Hitler, which... If you're the media, you probably were so relieved. You're like, I'm so sick of comparing these conservative politicians to Hitler. I need I need another. We need something else here. And it, Italy, Mussolini, it's perfect. It's perfect. They're probably so happy to do this. Doesn't mention anything really about her breaking glass ceilings. Still have no idea what her policies are. Just that it used to be a fringe far right group. And now she is running the country. The next one we have is one day ago. Giorgia Maloney, leader of Fratella d'Italia, Brothers of Italy, could become the first female prime minister in history of Italy in an anticipated right-wing surge to the polls. Well, that's good. It's mentioned she might be the first female prime minister of Italy. 
That's fantastic. And the next one, six days ago, it's a classic. Germany's ruling center-left party. Yes. Germany and Italy in the same tweet. Come on. Germany's ruling center-left party warned that a victory for far-right leader Giorgia Maloney in Italy's upcoming election would be bad for Italians and European cooperation, when many on the continent are feeling the strain of high energy prices. It says, Scholl's party warns against possible far-right win in Italy. Germany has no right to lecture anyone about energy. Those dopes were laughing at President Trump in 2018 when he told them they were too dependent on Russia. We've all seen them laughing. It's a GIF. It's a video. It's pretty much everywhere. Germany has no right to lecture anyone about energy. They're about to close down a nuclear plant when they need energy. Germany, get yourself together. Don't be lecturing the rest of the world about the dangers, the dangers of Italy's elections on energy prices. You're a bunch of dopes. Germany's a bunch of dopes. At least on energy. At least on energy. Their policies are really, really terrible. And many people might actually die because Germany was too stupid to listen to President Trump. I feel bad for the always. I always feel bad for the people. So lower middle classes always get screwed by the politicians that make really stupid decisions and then have no consequences for those decisions. They just kind of drift off in the sunset, maybe ruin a couple other things on the way out. And then they go work, probably get a seat as on a board of a couple companies, make some good money, get a house near the beach. People continue to die because they have terrible they had terrible policies that they never actually there's no skin in the game for. Getting politicians is a pretty sweet gig. I saw a tweet that's pretty funny. It's also about Georgia Maloney said that um she is essentially Italy was saying F you to the uh the globalist agenda giving a middle finger to the global agenda. Pretty interesting how Brexit was covered, how Trump was covered, and now how Georgia Maloney is covered. All these people that really don't want this globalist agenda. Immediately, the media slams them. Funny how that works. I wrote some jokes on this, too. Let's see how they are. title of this podcast, by the way, is going to be called Italy Gets Based, Your 401k Gets Erased. We'll get to the 401k part in a little bit. First, just a couple jokes. Italy elected its first female prime minister. Looks like even the mob has a diversity, equity, and inclusion department. Seems ridiculous to keep saying the first female. Unless she's trans, non-binary, and also a dolphin. I'm not interested. She's been described as a militant version of Mussolini. That's right. A militant version of the guy who joined the axis of evil. It's pretty intense. She also speaks fluent English. Again, reminding Americans how bad it is they only speak one language. TikTok. Come on, you laughed at a couple of those. Act like you didn't. I know you did. Should probably throw in a disclaimer here. Everything I say is not the 
official or unofficial position of any of my employers. This is not endorsed by the any of my employers, including the DOD, the United States military, United States Army. I'm just trying to trying to lighten the mood a little bit. Economy is going down. Things are a little dicey out there. Crime's going up. Can we all have a little laugh? Laugh and learn with Vern? Italy's new prime minister is family and country first. She's a bad breakup and Bud Light away from an Eric Church song. That's all I got on her. Let's talk about inflation. So if you didn't know or have been not buying things for the past year and a half, Price of everything's up. Inflation's up. A lot of reasons for it. CPI is what the government kind of measures inflation by. Of course, government measuring inflation, telling you about inflation. Feels like a conflict of interest. Feels like the incentive for them to would make it want to make inflation look less bad. Maybe we should have independent people looking at that. Just a thought. Went up recently. Very little. As President Biden highlighted in his latest. Interview, I believe, with George Stephanopoulos or someone. I don't remember who. Maybe not Stephanopoulos. I can't emphasize how bad it is what inflation is doing to everyone. I don't have a particular solution for it. The only thing I can tell you is you need to do financial planning. You can be with me. I'm amazing. I'm a certified financial planner. I did it for years. I've went through rigorous training and testing. I worked for Goldman Sachs at one point. I worked for Covitz, which is an amazing up-and-coming company, managing almost $10 billion right now. But maybe you don't want to work with me. Maybe you're like, I don't know, Vern, you make jokes about trans dolphins. I don't know if I'm feeling this. You need to work with someone. You need to do something because whether it be just basic budgeting, you have to figure out a way to save money. You have to do it, and you have to do it yesterday. You have to Stock up on things. I've seen a couple of people online suggest to stock up on non-perishables. If everything's going to go up in price and you have extra money, stock up on things that you know you will eventually need. You have to do something. You have to come up with a plan. If you're just sitting there and you're just like, gee whiz, inflation is up. Interest rates are up. My stocks keep going down. Hmm, I don't know what to do. Guess what's going to happen? You're never going to make it. NGMI, as they say online. You're going to be an NGMI. You need to work with someone. You need to come up with a plan. Start with the basic budgeting. Figure out your ins and your outs. If you're more advanced than that, talk to someone like myself or talk to another financial planner, financial advisor. There is a difference. We're not going to get into it today. Work with someone. You need to have a plan to save money and invest money. Figure out what makes the most sense for you. If you're younger, maybe it makes sense to dollar cost average into the market right now. If you're older, even with the market down a little bit, maybe if you've made some money, take some of that risk off the table in stocks. Put it into bonds. That's one of the reasons you're probably seeing stocks go down is as interest rates go up, people can invest in things that are more safe and secure, like government securities. If you're getting 4% on a government bond, maybe that's better than having your investment in a high-risk tech ETF or tech stock that might have a bunch of companies that don't make money but sound kind of cool. You need to work with someone. Do it. I have a note here. Oh, S&P is at the S&P 500, the U.S. stock market. Essentially, the monitor is at the lowest level it's been at since December 2020. Year over year, or year, I believe 
start since start 2022, we're down about 20% overall in the stock market. There's more to financial planning than that, but I'm just telling you right now, with inflation, it went up. It might continue to tick up, even if it takes down a little bit. It's still prices are still going up. That's the thing about inflation. Even if inflation goes down, it just means the level of prices going up is slowing. So if inflation goes from eight percent to seven percent, you're still going up. You're just going up at a slower rate. And if all of you got, I'm sure you all got ten to twenty percent raises recently, right? So everyone did, because or fifteen percent, because you want to actually have a raise above inflation, right? Of course you did. But if you didn't. Probably listen. Next, the Illinois Pretrial Fairness Act. I'm a prosecutor in addition to working on the side for financial planning, being a soldier with the Illinois Army National Guard. I should mention the Illinois Army National Guard, as well as the DOD, the United States Army, and the United States military does not sponsor nor endorse any of the views or any of the jokes that I have said on here or ever. I'm a prosecutor and I'm working on learning the Illinois Pretrial Fairness Act. I am not a fan of it. I'm a huge not a fan of it. In fact, I think it's a disaster. I think everyone should go to their state representative and go, did you vote for this? And the answer is yes. Go, you need to vote. You need to get rid of it. You need to kill it in November. You need to get rid of it or I'm not going to vote for you. You need to tell these people, I'm not going to deal with this. I'm not going to vote for you. You have to get rid of this thing or you have to fix it. You got to do something. It's a disaster. My boss, you can read Jay Hanley and Google Jay Hanley. With Rock River Times, he wrote an excellent article, which I'll have to put online at some point. Maybe I'll do an audio for it, explaining why it's such a disaster. Should also mention all my employers, including the Winnebago County State Attorney's Office. They do not sponsor this podcast. They're not endorsing it. Not even a thumbs up for it. Probably for because I'm doing it on my own. I didn't ask him for it either, but I'm doing it on my own. I want to highlight one part of it. I've seen some fact checkers. Got the fact checkers getting in. Get in on the fact checking. Fact checkers have said it's false that trespassers can just stay on your property. It's not true. There's rules around the trespassers. And they're right. There are certain rules about the trespassers. They can't just hang out on your property. Nope. They can be removed if they threaten the public safety. So that's good. So if they threaten the public safety by being on your property... Or something involving the community. I don't can't read my notes. I don't have the law in front of me. Here's my point. There is a standard to remove trespassers. However, if someone just sits in your backyard and just hangs out and they're not really threatening anyone, they're not really doing anything, they might be able to stay there. Same thing with your front yard. Leave your garage open. Maybe they go walk in. They just sit in the corner and say, I'm just going to stay here a little bit and rest my eyes. And then two months later, they're still there. Let's say an officer comes and for some reason they can't remove them because maybe they're not really a threat to the public. Or let's say you go to Olive Garden and you want to have a lovely meal with your family because you did your financial planning, you saved some money. You're feeling good about it. You're feeling real good. You go to Olive Garden and you want some breadsticks because they're tasty. And someone sits in the booth across from you and just kind of looks at you and smiles. They don't order food. <laughs> they're just going to hang out. And they're just going to look at you. They're going to look at the other people. Look at your family. Just going to hang out. Not going to order food. Olive Garden probably can't remove that person. Sorry. They're just going to hang out and creepily stare at you because, well, we need to be fair. It's about fair. 
being fair. I don't want people held in jail because they're poor. I think that's ridiculous. I think a lot of people probably do lose their jobs because they're held in jail and they're poor. That's unacceptable. That's not what this law does. We'll talk more about it. This law does a lot of things, but one of them is just pretty much legalizes trespassing. Threat to public safety. What does that even mean? An officer has to say why they were a threat to public safety. And then the next day, let's say, let's say they get, they say, okay, you can be removed. It's fine. Then the next day they have to say why they have, there's a certain high bar to keep them in jail. That's not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. Might, probably not. They took away judicial discretion. Judges know the community. They know a lot of these people. It was really good to have judges be able to have discretion. Law pretty much takes that away. We'll talk more about the Illinois Pretrial Fair Fairness Act. You know who the Pretrial Fairness Act is not fair to? Pretty much every law-abiding citizen in Illinois. Remember that. Let's talk about what I'm learning. That's right. I know you're all thinking that. You're like, Vern, I'm dying from the laughs. <laughs> Munched over. Can't take any more laughs. I don't know if I learned much. You got any learning? As it turns out, I read books all the time. I read books frequently. I read multiple books at a time. I learned that from Naval and Joe Rogan. They keep multiple books open at a time, usually on their Kindle. I like the hard copy. I like those books. I like to lug them around whenever I move from place to place. I think it really good workout. It's great. I like to get that workout. Just really kind of bend, make sure bending at the legs, not the back, moving all those books everywhere. It's great. Everyone loves it. I'm reading a couple of books. First one is The Greatest Generation by Tom Brokaw. I just picked this up at a garage sale for a dollar. Excuse me, a state sale for a dollar. Amazing. I only read a couple pages. I'm trying to read a couple pages of each book at night. Just get through it. Maybe it takes me. Maybe it takes me three, four months to read them all. That's fine. I want to actually absorb the content. I used to be one of these like, oh, I read 30 books in a year. <laughs> Let me post on Instagram because I'm so cool. I want to absorb the content. I want to actually understand what I'm reading. Greatest Generation is fantastic. Tom Brokaw starts off talking about going to Normandy and meeting some of the people there. One of the things that sticks with me is talks about, I believe it's his wife's father was in World War II for five years. And that was the first five years of her life. And during the first five years of her life, he saw her for one day. He was home for one day. Think about that. What a sacrifice. What an amazing sacrifice those people made. Incredible. And meanwhile, here we are, bitching and planning all the time. I'd like to think some of this podcast is positive, and we'll recap at the end some of the positives. I don't want you to think we're just ripping on everyone here. Talk about the ridiculousness, and let's have a little fun. Let's laugh about it, but ultimately, let's stay positive. Positive wins. But also making fun of things that are ridiculous, pretty fun. The Beginning of Infinity. By David Deutsch. This is a podcast. I'm excuse me, a book I'm reading where there's also an accompanying accompanying podcast called the Talkcast, T-O-K-A-S-T. About 14 pages in. One of the things that I really think is interesting is they talk about the Enlightenment, and it's this we have this the reason science really took off, according to Deutsch, is we have this, I can't think of the word right now, but it's essentially it's like a pessimistic kind of pet, like never believing anything. Um, fallibilism. There it is. Yeah, came to mind. Nice. Fallibilism. Never believing you're really, you're at like the truth. You're always 
able to review something and see if something's not right. Like you never really believe you're at the truth, which I think is hilarious because nowadays we got these fact checkers online. Fact checking. Fact checkers should honestly be made illegal. Every state should make them illegal. Federal government should make them illegal. We need to continue on this fallibilism where we're always like, hey, yeah, okay, this is like this is, but let's keep looking into it. Let's keep digging. Maybe there's more to it. That's how we get to the answers we got to now. That's how we got to space. That's how we got to the moon. That's how we got to I'm on Zoom on a microphone using electricity, talking to billions of people online potentially. And they should be because I'm hilarious. And this is A plus content you don't get anywhere else. Fallibilism. We'll talk more about it. I need to kind of go back on that, but there's different, essentially different ways people have looked at things through time. But fallibilism is the way we, through the enlightenment and the scientific theory, have gotten to where we are in society. And fact checkers suck. Remember that. Third book I'm reading is by Jerry Spence. He's the most, arguably the most famous trial attorney of all time. Of course, I don't have the title of that book in front of me. Should have brought it downstairs, but I'm recording a podcast. Gotta hurry up because. Eventually, my son's going to wake up and going to have to do some things with that. Starting to read his book, and early on, he talks about how people have the winning argument inside of them. You have to argue for everything in life. Arguing is okay. It's not wrong. It's not bad. You got to argue for everything in life. In the book, the idea is to unlock you to be able to be open to making those arguments. And one thing that really stuck with me was talking about how babies cry, and we just stick a bottle in there. We just stick a bottle in their mouth. Just go, here you go. And I've done that with my son. He's crying. I don't know what's going on. Well, here's some milk. I'm not really listening to him make his argument. I'm trying to make him docile. Society tries to make you docile. Society wants you to be stagnant. They want you to go home, eat that terrible food. You go to the grocery store, you ever notice the best foods are the ones that are the worst foods, are the ones that are more shiny and like the more fancy packaging with all the cool looking animals like look at cheetos cheetos is a terrible food for you cheetos should be outlawed in any civilized country it's not a food and look at the packaging it's got cool colors it's shiny it makes that sound kids like the crinkle sound right you ever see little kids that crinkle the bag they love that sound and you got that cool cheetah on it it's not even food it's just a bunch of garbage mixed up with probably high fructose corn syrup i don't have the label in front of me but probably covered in cheese I don't remember what I was talking about. Oh, arguing. We're taught to hold back. We're taught to, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. We're taught to just eat the food, go to our jobs. We just sit there all day. Then we look at our phones, buy a bunch of stuff, then we come home, put on Netflix, maybe watch the news. And we're just supposed to repeat that day in and day out. The winning argument is inside of you. It is there. It is to be unlocked, to be unleashed. I'm excited to read this book. Maybe you should read it too because everyone has a winning argument. It doesn't just have to be in the courtroom. It could be at home. could be other places than home in the courtroom. There's many other places and arguing is okay. It's the nature, essentially what Jerry Spence says, it's like arguing is humanity. I think that's pretty interesting. I thank you for listening. I think it's amazing that we do have a female prime minister in Italy who is super-based. Congratulate her. I congratulate her party. I think it's a wonderful step in the right direction. I am anti-globalist, if you couldn't tell. So I support her. I love that more people are becoming interested in what she's doing in this movement. It's not just America first. It's Italy first now. 
It's taking care of your people first. No different than why you would take care of your household first and why you should take care of your household first before doing anything else. Love that. Inflation, opportunity, stocks are going down. Maybe it's a good time to dollar cost average. Maybe this will be help you eventually catch up, make some wealth. Or if you're on the retirement or in another area, maybe it's a great time. Finally, you can buy some bonds. It'll get you some interest. You can finally get some government government tax-free bonds. T-bills are what yielding 9.6% right now. It's fantastic. So there's tons of opportunity to do really well. And with the Illinois Pretrial Fairness Act, it's a great time to exercise your democratic rights. Reach out to your representatives. Tell them, I don't like this, and here's why. I don't want someone just camping out on my lawn. Use the process. Use your power. And that's what Jerry Spence says. Use your power. I thank you all for listening. Again, definitely not sponsored or endorsed by any of my employers, including the DOD, the United States Army, the United States military. Probably don't have to say that again, but just want to add that just in case anyone got to this part of the podcast. Thank you all so much. You are amazing. I truly love you all. I wish you the best. Take care of your family first, America first, and thank you for laughing and learning with Vern.